I'm Hart. I'm Stan Michael, and we're talking champions. champions, And you're listening to the Blast Podcast. Boom! Peace to the family, peace to the family. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. And you're now tapped into another installment of the Blast Podcast. First and foremost, I want to apologize for the late arrival of this episode. I was having some issues with my um, equipment, but we are good and well now, so... Don't have to worry about any more of our late episodes. Hope you guys had a uh, great 2023 so far. But um, we're going to get right into it. Today, I wanted to discuss, I mean, this is probably long overdue. Um, if you remember when all the anti-Semitic uh, talk was going on towards the end of last year uh, with Kanye and Kyrie Irving, and, you know, it was just a huge talking point towards the end of the year and so a lot of people were you know either talking vigorous, vigorously against it or for it or pandering towards it and um one individual who has a pretty sizable platform a uh, pretty large platform made his way in the political realm um so this this makes sense because it is a conver- it's a conversation that's like social and religious i guess um he was speaking for the quote-unquote black community uh he was speaking for the black community and he was like apologizing for said black community um first and foremost van jones does not speak for me that's number one that's one thing i wanted to get clear um not only because I have my own platform and I can speak for myself, but I don't, I don't, when it comes to things like ambitions, whether it's political, social, religious, whatever, I don't allow anybody else to speak for me because no one can speak for me because they don't know my thoughts. They could only assume, um, they know what, what, what I think about politics based on either my skin color or what I've said in the past. And, um, to be honest with you, it's ever-evolving, especially with this political landscape. This political landscape is ever-evolving, so why would I keep a perspective that isn't ever-evolving? Um, I don't subscribe to any party because I, I look at that as some divide-and-conquer BS. I just like to see what the talking points are, and I pay close attention to that. Um, it's just... It's just weird to see Van Jones pander like that. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I first tapped into the brother, I thought I thought he was a you know genuine guy. I thought he actually cared about the collective. You know, um, he was very vocal when uh, Trump got into office. He was very vocal with the whole white lash. I think he 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 dubbed it when uh, he quote unquote said uh, white America white lashed with this with this election because of you know a president obama being in office so they put trump in office so you know of course he was race baiting as part of the gig that when they're when they're the quote-unquote political pundits for a particular side they have to do particular things that favor the side that they're on right so if he's on the left wing uh not conservative i apologize the left wing liberal side 
He's going to have to, you know, raise bait because that's going to trigger emotion. That's going to bring people who don't understand that particular play. They'll they'll get drawn in because they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's how I feel. And they might genuinely feel that way. But the person that's playing that card doesn't feel that way. That's why I'm like looking at this and I'm like, why is he apologizing to these people? Does he not know? The multiple times that their collective have shown anti-blackness, if you want, if they want to go there, you know, um, it's kind of hard for our people to be anti-Semitic because many people in our collective are Semitic. So how can we be anti something that our collective is a part of? See what I'm saying here? And meanwhile, you got a guy like Van Jones who says. He speaks for our collective, but it's more or less like, are you sure you're speaking for us? Because at this particular moment, it doesn't feel that way. And like I said, he doesn't, he does not speak for me. It was just eye opening and puzzling to me to see that because I'm like, Van Jones, where's their representative speaking for them saying, yo, I'd like to apologize for what my people have said to you, have said about you. You know, what What a lot of people don't know is some of them are fundamentalists when it comes to their their book, their Torah, you know, and in their Torah, there are some things that you have to treat Gentiles, people who don't believe in what they believe in a certain way. And many of them live that. I don't want to say many. Some of them live that way. And you could see it in their behavior. Some people don't understand it. Why? Because they don't know that some of them partake in religious bigotry. But that's a whole nother conversation. I'm here to talk about Van Jones. I'm here to talk about Van Jones being disingenuous to his own collective. Why? Did somebody offer you a check? You know, rhetorical question. I'm not expecting an answer. I probably won't even get one. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why would he go out his way to do this? Is he about to get a TV show? Is is he is he about to get a big deal? And he needed to show that, yeah, I'm with you guys. And whoever else is with me that saw this message is going to be with us as well. I mean, look at me. You can see that I'm not really rocking with his message. I'm not really rocking. I'm not really rocking with what he did. I'm not really the person that he's speaking for. Let's just say that. (laughs) Do I have anything against the collective? No, not at all. I do have an issue with some of them who partake in the fundamentalism, who partake in um, religious bigotry. Absolutely. That's where my issue lies. And we're not going to act like that is completely absent within their collective. That's BS. If we're going to think like that, we can't think like that. That's romanticizing a particular collective. And we can't do that at this particular, in this particular day and time, we cannot sit here and try to romanticize collectives because we all know that within a collective, there are good and bad apples in the bunch. It's that simple to try to sit here and romanticize or try to make a particular collective look a particular way 
And that's not what I'm doing. And when I say particular way, I mean strictly a positive way. You know, I'm not trying to take any positives away from any collective, but I'm not going to sit here and act like it's all hunky-dory with a particular collective. I know that every single collective of people, of human beings, period, there are bad and good apples in the bunch. I know this. You know what I mean? It's why I don't go so hard with the whole race thing, because guess what? Every single race... Every single walk of life has a piece of shit or a collective of pieces of shits in them. It's that simple, man. But did I have to gain knowledge of self? Did I have to learn who I was? Did I have to learn my people's history? Did I have to learn my family history? Yes. In order for me to get here? Yes. I had to. It was a must. You know, it was an absolute must. But back to Van Jones speaking for the quote-unquote black collective, apologizing to the, I guess, Jewish community. And I don't think he needed to do that. He did that to pander to somebody. He didn't need to do that for the community. One half of that community probably doesn't even care what we think about them. Just like half of us don't care what they think about us. It's only a small few. And it's what happens is there's a microscope put on it. And once that microscope is put on it, it becomes such a, an issue or quote-unquote political or religious issue. It's not an issue. It's a very small group of people that are trying to manipulate a particular narrative. That's it. You just have to be wide awake and pay close attention to it. And obviously, Van Jones is trying to be a part of it because he's gaining something out of this. If you see him have like some new show down the line, don't be shocked. Just remember this episode, all right? Don't be shocked. I'm going to need you to remember this episode and be like, yo, DSP did say he was probably getting something out of all that pandering he was doing. And... There it is. There's his show. He was doing all that pandering just to get that show. You see what I'm saying? It's it's all the way nasty. That is all the way nasty. But yeah, I'm not going to be too long-winded on this. I just hope I was able to get my point across. Once again, I apologize for the late release on this episode. I didn't get you the episode on Sunday, but it did come around on Wednesday. And of course, there's going to be a new episode this Sunday. I'm going to be talking about um, the innate misogyny that I noticed um, during the, around Br- the Brittany Griner coming home news and the uh, Meg Thee Stallion news. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's going to be the next conversation. You know, I do what I want on this podcast. I talk what I talk about what I want as well. So um, pull up to that next episode. I truly appreciate you. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Please be sure to click the link in the bio. Uh, check out all the options because it's a link tree. Please be sure to select the first option to check out the website and uh, check out all the tabs on the website, especially Blast Podcasts and TSPN. Tap in with your boy. I truly appreciate you. Y'all be safe. Peace. Yeah, podcast.